0: Welcome in, everybody, to episode 136 of the Sports Gospel Podcast here on SportsGospel.com or wherever you find your favorite sports podcasts. Darren and Andrew back with you on this week's show. And a a bit of a bittersweet week for us, depending on which side of the Super Bowl pick you were on. Andrew went Chiefs, I went Niners. Not going to do a whole lot on the Super Bowl this week. Everybody and their mother has talked about the game before, during, after, and the days ensuing. So we're just going to give it a little bit of attention. The meat of the matter this week, we're going to do the NBA All-Star, our drafts, how we think it should have gone. We'll use the actual rosters, come up with our two teams here, maybe talk about some of the snubs, guys we wished were on the roster. So that'll be the main event, and then we'll sprinkle in a few quick hitter topics at the end. But before we get into our NBA All-Star drafts, any words on the Super Bowl you want to get out?
1: Hey, at least the second half was okay. Um because the first half was brutal brutal football to watch. Um at least it was a classic game. Chiefs won. That gives Mahomes three Super Bowls, three MV- Super Bowl MVPs, two MV- regular season MVPs. He's been in you know every at least the AFC Championship every year since he started as a starter for the Chiefs. I think that's really what the Super Bowl is about. It's all about building that Mahomes' resume to inevitably supplant Tom Brady, if he hasn't already, as the greatest of all time.
0: And I think he's worked his way into that conversation. It is really astounding what he's done and what the Chiefs have done. For about three years in a row, I've predicted, okay, this is the one they're going to fall off. We see it happen. It happens to everybody. It even happened to the Patriots, albeit because Brady got injured. But it's... It's just astounding what they're able to do and to keep running this back. And it seems as long as Mahomes and Reed are there, and maybe we'll see what life is like after Andy Reed, as long as those two are there, I think they're able to change change everybody else and they can run this back. We talked about it last week, how there's only about seven guys who have been on both Super Bowls against the Niners. So these rosters change over so much. This team has put in great pieces around those two. Even if Kelsey were to retire. Which he's not. He's talked about coming back for the three peep. I still think as long as you have those two main guys, you, this team is going to be in contention for years to come.
1: Yep. And then the other big story is the the failings of Kyle Shanahan and how the Niners, you know, Brock Purdy has done admirably, but really they are they need someone on a higher level at quarterback if they're oh, really going to make through. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I mean, they're if they're going to break through and win this game um, eventually in the future, they're going to need they're going to need a higher caliber person at that spot. So I I think that's really the storyline that we can take away from the Super Bowl this year.
0: I think they should have opted for not missing an extra point and then stop playing defense in the second half. We know Mahomes is going to come back. He's going to put up points. But I thought that was the difference is in the first half. The Niners were smothering Patrick Mahomes, no Joe Tooney at guards. They were taking advantage of that, eating up that offensive line. And then in the second half, the Niners adjusted. The Dre Greenlaw freak injury hurt the 49ers. And so the Chiefs, they had everything clicking. And this has not been good for the Niners in this postseason. They've been playing from behind and making comebacks. Against the Chiefs, you cannot do that. The Chiefs are the comeback king. So you need to get ahead. You need to keep the pedal down early. And the Niners just didn't do that. Mahomes worked his magic, and he's now a three-time champion. For me, he's not the GOAT yet. We'll see what happens in the next 10 years. He could blow away all the stats, but I think he cemented himself in the top five for me of all-time quarterbacks, and he's only in, what, year seven? Yeah. Um,
1: the other thing the Niners inexplicably did is stopped running the ball with Christian McCaffrey, which they are having a ton of success with. So if they would have committed to running the ball more, they they probably win this game. Yeah. So that's the other thing I don't I don't really understand is you've got the best running back in the league. He's carried you this far. Um, you should probably lean into that a little bit more heavily.
0: Yeah, and I, we don't need to pile on. I picked the Niners. I like Kyle Shanahan. It's just, it's fascinating. Three Super Bowls and t- the same recurring thing of just not running down the clock in the second half. Yep. And on a a bigger topic, and we can, we'll do more research and put more time into this, but I think we seriously need to talk about Andy Reid and the coaching Mount Rushmore. Dare I say better than Belichick? There, I think Andy Reid has several more years left in him. He's going to get pretty high up that coaching wins list. But I think we're looking at a world of Chuck Knoll, Bill Walsh, Belichick. And I think Andy Reid's getting his way up there.
1: I think he is too. But yeah, like you said, it probably requires some research. And uh we can't discount Lombardi, man. We'd be remiss if we didn't include Lombardi.
0: You wanna throw in Forrest Gregg while we're at it and Mike, what the heck was that guy? Uh
1: no, I I don't Mike. Mike Sherman. I I don't. I wanna I wanna throw in the guy who's who the trophy is named after. Because of all the world championships that he won, they had to rename the trophy. So I'll I'll throw in that guy, I think, in the okay. coaching Mount Rushmore.
0: Yeah, we, we'll, we need to do that. We need to bring back our top five series that we did for a few weeks, and then I just kind of let it fall by the wayside. We need to bring that back and look at our top five all-time coaches. All right. Yeah, let's do it. But... Talking about all-time greats, it is NBA All-Star season. The game will be coming up this weekend, being played in... Oh, where's the All-Star game? Indianapolis. National Anthem will be performed by Babyface. Halftime show by Jennifer Hudson. Um, But we're going to go here back and forth. How many players do you want to pick? Do we just want to pick everybody who's currently listed on the rosters?
1: Currently listed, who's not, who's playing in the game. So... If they're injured and won't play, then we uh we can leave them off. So this rules out Joel Embiid. This rules out Julius Randle, I believe.
0: So, so you've course, got
1: Scotty Barnes and Trey Young filling in for those two.
0: Because when I think replacements for Joel Embiid, I think Trey Young and Scotty Barnes. Yep. Uh, positional. For the Eastern
1: Conference? Apparently.
0: Positions not considered.
1: Positions are not quite considered in that because you list they list Embiid as a center slash forward. That's how they got away with the ah. Scotty Barnes replacement. Uh Julius Randall forward slash center. I guess they just wanted Trey Young in there for some excitement. So right. All right.
0: Well Yeah, have... let's
1: get let's dive into it.
0: Right. Well we'll go back and forth here and I'll let you go first. You're technically kind of the guest, so we'll give you the courtesy of the First overall draft pick in the All-Star game.
1: I'm not going to go at this from who do I like or who do I think is the best, because I don't want this to become a list of just who is the best in the NBA right now. So I'm going to go with who's the most fun to have in an All-Star setting. So I think my number one pick is going to be Luka Doncic, because I think he's probably the most fun guy to have in an all-star setting. So give me Luka Doncic averaging 34 not nearly 10 assists per game, 9 rebounds per game and he's just he has a lot in his bag that we'll get to see in an all-star game that we wouldn't in a regular season game. So give me Luka.
0: Can't really argue with that when we know how much you love Luka. Um and I I am thinking about this and not necessarily the five position, but I am thinking one center, two forwards, two guards. I'm trying to think, do I want to go with the smart play or the fun play? Cause I, I like to think about this of who's the most deserving. And that's the, that's the way I'm going to view mine. And the guy who I think deserves to be my first overall pick. The leading scorer in the league right now. The best offensive weapon. One of the great young rising stars and only his second all-star game. Give me Shy Gilgis, Alexander. League's leading scorer for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So he'll be my starting guard.
1: Love it. Um, Well, I'm going to continue with my fun theme, and you're going to be surprised by this one. I'm going to take Tyrese Halberton. Yeah. I'm going to put Tyrese and Luca together in my backcourt. And I thought about Shy with my first pick and possibly even my second pick. But um, I really like, again, I'm building the most fun team that I can. I know they do it east-west now, so these two will play against each other not on the same team. But if we were still doing the old format and we were picking teams, Luca and Tyrese as a one-two combo is an awesome, fun team.
0: What happened there? Because it used to just be leading vote-getters, and then we did the fun draft thing where they ripped off the NHL and it was Team LeBron versus Team Steph or whatever it is. And then did we just go back to just the conference the east west now when did that yep I, I we, went we went back to east west
1: we went back to east west and i think it has something to do with um like contracts and bonuses that guys can get and all of that kind of fun stuff i think it's something the players union lobbied for That's i'm not it. sure hmm. don't uh don't know really why either but, okay, we roll with it.
0: <laughs> All right, Uh, getting back to it, my second pick here, and I'm going to be boring. I'm going to go the obvious way. There's like three good peer centers in the NBA, and one of them is injured, so I'll go get the other one. The best player, Walking Planet Earth, Nikola Jokic, Denver Nuggets, be my lead center.
1: All right, I'm going to match him up against Giannis, so I'm going to take Giannis for my third pick.
0: European giants.
1: Yep, they can go toe to toe. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to see who's who's got numbers. I've got the numbers pulled up in front of me. Kind of fun to see. Like, I'm not quite crazy enough to go with Jalen Brunson here, but you, you took my guy Halliburton. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of guys, also we drafted three of the West starters pretty quick. Uh. Give me give me some pure points here. Jokic is going to get rebounds and facilitate. Give me a big who can score. I'll go Jason Tatum. I've always been a Tatum fan. I
1: love it. That's that was going to be where I was going to look next. Um Man, who do I want next? All right. Uh He's going to be fun to have in an All-Star setting. Give me the uh old man. Give me LeBron James.
0: Now, con- controversial question does LeBron actually deserve an all-star nomination or is he in because he is LeBron and people just flood the ballot box with the guy they know?
1: Well, he is age 39, I believe. And, uh, averaging, uh, averaging 25, eight and eight, basically. I would say that's probably deserving of a nod.
0: Okay. He's,
1: I think some of it is he's LeBron. I think some of it is he's 39 and he's putting up decent numbers for a 39 year old. Um, I mean, if you don't think, uh, LeBron belongs, then I think you gotta say Scotty Barnes doesn't belong.
0: I'm not sure anybody has an
1: injury replacement.
0: I'm not sure anybody wearing that Raptor jersey belongs this year.
1: I love Scotty Barnes, by the way. That's not a diss on Scotty Barnes, like, just pure numbers-wise. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. That's my pick.
0: Now, rules clarification. Do we have to draft all the starters before we can go to the bench?
1: Hmm. No, we don't have to draft all the starters before we can go to the bench.
0: Okay. Thinking a couple steps ahead here. Um, Man, I'm torn between two guys. Hopefully they both end up with me. But I've I, my Pacific Northwest loyalty, I know he's wearing a different jersey now, but I got to go with Dame time and get Damian Lillard in his eighth all-star game. The Ageless Wonder is still doing it at a high level.
1: I love that pick. Um, Dame is fun in an all-star setting because he's just going to shoot really deep threes. He's just going to see how deep he can go with it. Um Give me somebody else. Again, I'm, I'm going for the most exciting team. I'm torn between two guys that can provide some excitement, but I'm going to go with the younger guy here. Give me Anthony Edwards and I'm looking forward to a lot of Halliburton, and Anthony Edwards, lot of plays if they could be on the same team. So Luca, Halliburton and Ed Edwards, uh, and Giannis plus LeBron, I think is my starting five. So that's a, uh, that's a really really fun starting five for me.
0: So we have picked 9 of the 10 starters from the actual All-Star game. This no, hang on, there's one missing. One. I guess if we don't count any. Oh. So we've picked we fixed 8 of the 10. Edwards is the first one who's from the bench. Yep. And then this is this is where I'm curious about when the uh, one starter that we're passing on is going to go because I'm going back to the bench again. I, I'm going to go get another guard, and I'm going to get Donovan Mitchell. I've been flying the flag for the Cavaliers for the last couple of years. Let's bring in the Spider to be a little do-everything guard for me.
1: Come off okay. the bench, lead
0: my second unit.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, then, I'm going to let the man, Steph Curry, lead my second unit. So, when Luca and or Tyrese goes to the bench, or perhaps I even send Anthony Edwards to the bench, and I bring in Steph, so me that fire, that firepower. I'm just going for all the highlight plays.
0: You're stocking up all on the old guys. dudes.
1: I am stocking up on old dudes. Well, besides Tyrese and Edwards and Luca. Luca's not old. I got a good mix. I got a good mix of the young highlight plays with the smart veterans who know how to put the, uh, young guys in highlight situations, so a lot of passing, a lot of synergy on my team and a lot of dunks.
0: Hmm. Trying to look in the stats here. Who's who's sitting out there who's not crazy enough to go with a guy who's suspiciously playing a lot of minutes this year. That concerns me. You know, I'm going to I'm going to sneak 'em from you cuz I we anybody who listens to the show knows how much you love this guy? But I'm going to go get Jalen Brunson just so you can't. Mm.
1: All right. That hurts. That hurts.
0: I'm, I'm going a little guard heavy, but I, I like the forwards and the bigs that are still sitting out there.
1: Uh, then I'm going to go ahead and take another big who I really like. And no, it's not Anthony Davis. I'm going to take Bam. Love Give me Bam. Bam out of bio. Because I think, again, I'm going for the most fun team. I want a team that can pass and have a lot of synergy out there on the court. And Bam's going to do that for me.
0: It's still weird to me how he's kind of underappreciated. Nobody ever really realizes how good Bam Adebayo is. And then he's in the All-Star game with very little fanfare. Yeah,
1: people need to start waking up to the Bam Adebayo game. Because he doesn't have the most... I popping numbers, but he's just a smart player. I, I love it.
0: And he's, he might be my favorite dunker. Can we get Bam out of bio in the dunk contest?
1: Oh, no way. My favorite dunker is Anthony Edwards, but he'll, he'll never do the dunk contest. It's too big of a star.
0: Well, and therein lies the flaw with the dunk contest. Yep. All right. So my turn here and. Uh, You know, I'm going to – I'll be a fanboy. I'm going to reach. There's big names out there, but I'm just happy to see this guy making it in his debut. Paolo Bancaro, my first big coming off the bench. Love it. Good for the magic. Uh,
1: Well, I want threes, and I want highlight plays again. Um so I'm going to go with, uh, I think Devin Booker can give that to me off the bench. So give me Devin Booker.
0: <laughs> Thinking about Devin Booker, we just, we can't keep leaving this guy on the sidelines. One of us has to go get his teammate eventually. I'll do it. I'll go <laughs> get Mr. Kevin Durant as my, what was this, 10th pick? How crazy is that? Kevin Durant's the 20th. Yeah. But the, the same question, does, Dur- you know, LeBron, Steph, Durant, Paul George, you can throw all these guys in there. Do they deserve it, or are they in on name recognition?
1: I think there there's plenty of those guys that deserve it. They're in on name recognition a little bit um, yeah i think I think those guys are deserving okay I think yeah um, shoot, I'm gonna go ahead and take a. One of those two guys you mentioned that may or may not be deserving. I'm going to go ahead and take Kawhi at the spot.
0: I thought about Kawhi a couple picks ago. It's just so curious, the kind of career renaissance he's having when he actually plays.
1: Yeah. um, And I don't know how much I'll actually play him (laughs) in an all-star game. But he's there as an option for me.
0: And So we have, what do we have here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. We've got 17. My pick right here will be pick number 18. We're running low on bodies. I'll just give a rundown of who who we have available. So we have Tyrese Maxey from the Sixers, Jalen Brown from the Celtics, Julius Randle from the Knicks, Trey Young with the Hawks, Scotty Barnes with the Raptors, Anthony Davis with the Lakers, Carl Anthony Towns with the Timberwolves, and Paul George with the Clippers.
1: Um, Julius Randle is injured oh, and will correct. not play, Sorry. so take him off, but everybody else, yes.
0: I, I had that, and I still read right over the note. Um, you know what? I know Abby smirched his name about five minutes ago, but give me Scotty Barnes. Just to, I'm liking getting these new guys that people haven't really seen. Jalen Brunson, Paolo Banchero, Scotty Barnes. Even SGA, these guys are the future of the NBA, and fans haven't quite seen a lot of them yet. So give me Scotty.
1: Love it. Um, Man, I feel like I have to go one of the two big guys. Give me uh, Anthony Davis, I guess.
0: (laughs) I know we should, but I'm looking at... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I guess 25 and 12 off the bench, he'll have some highlight blocks, some highlight dunks maybe, and he'll shoot some silly shots too because it's the all-star game, and that's what this is all about. I guess maybe he's just another lob target for Halliburton or Luca for me. So that's what I'm looking for.
0: I've got the same thing going on with the bigs. Like these are all star worthy guys, but I'm just kinda meh.
1: Yeah. Yep, that's exactly where I'm at too. All right, back to you.
0: And I'm I'm torn between a couple of these guys. I I need more depth of the big. I've gone with a lot of small guys. I'll take Carl Anthony Towns off your hands.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, I got to go with one of the newer guys, and I'm going to take Tyrese Maxey. I feel like I got to get both guys named Tyrese on my team. <laughs> and then play them at the same time together for a, at least a few minutes. I know. Uh, basically... Basically, I'm gonna go all out in this to make either Luca or Tyrese the MVP of the All-Star. Tyrese Halliburton, the All-Star of the MVP game of the, yeah, sorry, the MVP of the NBA All-Star game.
0: Are we at all surprised to see Tyrese Maxey there? I know he's a very good player and has become the number two, the lieutenant to Joel Embiid. Here, is he? Are we thinking All-Star worthy though? His numbers, you know, guys like. Mike Connolly and Cade Cunningham and Dennis Schroeder, some of these guys have better numbers in some categories. Maxie, a little better scorer than a lot of those guys. I'm just curious. I think
1: it's I think it's the scoring punch, right? It's a scoring league. Everybody likes the eye-popping scoring numbers, and Maxie has a couple of those games this year. And when you see kind of the way that he's improved as just an overall player, like we thought the Sixers would be... In a lot of trouble after the Harden trade. We thought they would fall fall off, and they really haven't, and a lot of that is due to Maxie. So I'm I'm totally okay with Maxie getting the nod here over any other guys.
0: Alright. So I need to get another one here. I feel like we're all dancing around him and neither one of us really wants to take him, so you got to have most of the old guys. I'll go get an old guy and get PG thirteen.
1: Yeah, we're dancing around the old guys. That's exactly it. Um, I think I'm good on. I think I'm good on point guards. So I think there's only two guys left now. I'm gonna take uh, Jalen Brown, and again, highlight dunks, Jalen. That's what we're going for. Put you and Edwards on the wings in a couple of lineups and just go dunk the ball.
0: All oh, that That's leaves what you're me- here for. That leaves me with the Mr. Irrelevant pick and just such a curious player. The guy leads the league in assists. He's eighth in points, and he was a replacement to the All-Star game, and that is Trey Young. So I'll have he and Damian Lillard in there. How far can we step back three-point contests? Maybe Tatum will jump in there, take a few.
1: Yep, that is exactly what you're going to get with that team. Um, Love it. Maybe Trey Young will be in the Western Conference next year question mark sounds like trey young might be traded this offseason. i don't know where he's gonna head to but it sounds like there's a lot of potential around a trey young trade
0: a trade young
1: oh my i knew someone (laughs) was gonna one of us was gonna say it love it's you
0: love a good portmanteau is that what that is portmanteau
1: (laughs) yeah something like that um Couple guys that got left out, especially on the Western Conference side, I think you could have had Sabonis in here over Davis or Towns. Uh, you could have had Fox in here, maybe even over Steph, but I'm okay with Steph being in. Um, but I think Sabonis is really the big one that was left out. Yeah, that cause I know, I know he doesn't have, um, the big scoring numbers maybe all the time, but he is averaging a double double for the season. He has like 10 triple doubles this year. He's a good all around player. He's a, he would be a fun player to have in an all-star game. Kind of like Jokic is. He's a really good passer as a big man, not at the same level as Jokic or anything, but not that far behind. And I think Sabonis is deserving of a nod here in For whatever reason, probably just doesn't get the votes because Sacramento isn't the largest fan base, and the Lakers and the Warriors and uh, have a lot bigger fan base, and so they're able to vote some of their guys in. Maybe if they don't, if they aren't the most deserving, they're able to vote their guys in.
0: Yeah, I he's the biggest one for me. Sabonis, the guy leads the league in rebounds by a good margin, and I think you could even argue Rudy Gobert belongs in there over. His teammate, Carl Anthony Towns, I think those two you'd look at, and this may be another one of those symptoms of doing it by conference. I'm not sure how much that would impact things here. But Sabonis, definitely. Rudy Gobert, maybe. De'Aaron Fox, I could see being in there. I'm just trying to look at some of the guys in the advanced metrics. That's what I get worried about with this, is how much the guys get in, just because they're the big names versus... Yeah,
1: but also, like, do we really want to see Rudy Gobert in an all-star game? Lots. Because his thing is... His thing is defense and rebounding and that's just not what the All-Star game is is about or has been about or should be about. And so I don't know. I think Rudy Gobert getting left out is okay.
0: What about your guy? You're uh you're the hero of Boston. Porzingis isn't too far down the list in some of these st- statistical yeah, statistical categories, strong in player efficiency rating. Uh, you know, top 20 in there. Some of the advanced metrics make him look even maybe better than Jalen Brown.
1: Yeah, or um better than like, again, not to dump on one guy, but like Scotty Barnes. I would take him and guess over Barnes. Right. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of cases to be made for guys that got left out, but they're always going to go with maybe like the flashier guys in that sense into the All-Star game as to more as opposed to more of like the workman like guys like Gobert Savonis Porzingis even to an extent but Porzingis will be okay because he's going to be in the running for uh, getting a championship ring and so I don't I don't think he'll be too hurt about missing an All-Star game if
0: he's able to get a ring right I'm looking at it here so everybody who is top twenty in total points at least made the All Star game except for De'Aaron Fox and you know the other guy? He's another one of the old heads that you like. Ooh, another one of the old heads that I like. I can I can narrow it down. Old guy Eastern Conference basically just Ooh, Jimmy, points. Jimmy Butler. Close. No. Uh I think Jimmy Butler's much more well rounded. I like this guy. His team's not very good, but I like him. He's just kind of become a stat filler. Oh, DeRozan. There you go, DeMar DeRozan, 20th in scoring total points right now. Nice. Kyle Kuzma. Like 24th in points.
1: I was really surprised that Kyle Kuzma didn't get moved at the NBA trade deadline. I was surprised that the Wizards stuck by him at the NBA trade deadline. That they didn't just... Move him and move pool and kind of try to bottom out a little bit, but um, I don't know.
0: They're doing a good job touching up to the Pistons for that number one lottery spot
1: in a year that you don't really want the number one lottery because you don't have a guy like a Yama or even a Cade Cunningham at that number one spot. You kind of have a situation where nobody really knows who the true number one overall guy is at this point in time, so it's not really, it's not a strong draft. So if you're a bad team looking to improve through the draft, this is not the year to go get a franchise guy. You might be able to get some some starter caliber players, some role players from the draft, but I don't think this is the year to be pulling a franchise guy in the draft.
0: I was just going to ask you if we have a top guy in the draft. Right really. Now. It's, I just, yeah. There's a couple of guys from France that I don't know anything about. This freshman Cody Williams out of Colorado. Those guys at USC. Kentucky has a couple. Yeah, I don't feel like I hear anybody even clear cut top five.
1: Yeah, I like Cody Williams. I like um, a couple of the guys at USC that you mentioned, and a couple of the guys from Kentucky, like uh, Dillingham and uh, Bradshaw and. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's guys that make sense out there. I think Dalton Connect from, uh, Tennessee might be the highest college guy drafted potentially. I like his game, but like he's not a, he's not a franchise guy by any means. There's no one in the college game that's a franchise guy. And like you said, I don't know a whole lot about the international prospects, but maybe it's just we had all the hype with Wemby and also Scoot Henderson, and then also the Thompson Twins. And so we kind of went from this draft where we thought it was loaded with a ton of prospects that could be franchise guys to all of a sudden guys that maybe aren't that caliber. I think it's a huge letdown. But I'm sure there will be some good players that come from this year's draft. I just don't know who those guys are. Might be a year where some of the picks are guys further down that really just work hard and make themselves into high quality players in the NBA.
0: Well, I was going to ask about that, use that as a segue into some of the other All-Star game attractions. The Rising Stars Challenge, I'm just going to assume that the guys in this are the best rookies, not just the most high profile rookies, or is that fair?
1: Yeah. Um, And yeah, the best sophomores too.
0: So we've got uh, just a quick rapid fire here. A lot of names on this because there's four four teams of seven that I'm seeing. So a lot of guys. So just uh, high profiles. Team POW has Wemby, Brandon Miller, and our beloved Jaime Jaquez. Team Jalen Rose has Chet the Jet, uh, Derek Lively, Jalen Williams, and my favorite Ben Matherin. Team Tamika Catching has Paolo, your guy Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, and Scoot Henderson. Team Detlef Schrempf has the G League Ignite. Uh, these are the prospects, guys who are trying to make their way into the league. Guys like Oscar Shiboy, who is the former player of the year, Mac McClung, uh, Matas Buzelis from the G League Ignite. So a mixture of rookies, sophomores, and guys who are trying to make their way in from the G League, from the Ignite, or some of the uh, smaller clubs.
1: Yeah. Um... I like it. I like uh the Chet Home Grand Jalen Williams team. I think that's a good team. I think it's Team Jalen versus Team Tamika really for the best rising star teams there. I love Team Powell for the Wembenyama effect, but ultimately I think uh I think Team Tamika with Paolo and Keegan and Ivy who's maybe coming into his own. I love Keontae George. I love Vince Williams. By the way, he's replacing Dyson Daniels. If you haven't had a chance to watch Vince Williams, he's been going crazy. He and, uh, Gigi Jackson have been absolutely going crazy for the Memphis Grizzlies. If you're, uh, if you're a league pass person like me and you're listening to this and you haven't watched the Grizzlies, I don't know what you're doing because I like watching those two guys. They've been fun.
0: Some more from the all-star weekend, the skills challenge, three teams, the Indiana Pacers, basically with Tyrese Halliburton, Ben Mathurin, Miles Turner, the first overall pick team with Paolo, Anthony Edwards, and Wemby and team all-stars Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, and Trey Young.
1: I'm cheering for the Paolo Wemby team. I think that's going to be my favorite team to cheer for there.
0: seems like a good odds on favorite. Um, Three-point yep. three contest. This seems like it's kind of taken over as the go-to event. We got a lot of the big names, and most of our – all my all-star team. Uh, among the guys in, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, the biggest name, Donovan Mitchell, Cat, and Trey Young. I feel like this is dames to lose.
1: I don't know. Tyrese with the quick release maybe might, might be a sneaky dark horse candidate, but like you said, probably dames to lose. It's a now, too bad step Steph isn't in this.
0: Now, that was going to be my question. Explain to some of our, maybe not as basketball aficionado fans, what is happening with Steph and Sabrina Ionescu?
1: Yeah, Steph and Sabrina are going to go off on their own and have a contest of their own that happens during the All-Star weekend. So Steph is widely regarded as the best three-point shooter in the NBA. Sabrina is the best in the WNBA until Caitlin Clark gets there. Um And they're going to go off and uh, have their own little competition, I think, on Saturday night. And that'll be be fun. I think that'll be a really good competition to tune into.
0: Now, do we take any of the shine off? Because Sabrina's using WNBA balls and shooting from the WNBA three-point, which is a little closer.
1: Uh, No, we don't take any of the shine off for that. Although, I think when... uh... Jalen gets there, she'll have no bones about stepping out a couple more feet if that's what's necessary.
0: And lastly, the slam dunk contest, the former crown jewel of the weekend. Four guys, Jalen Brown by far the biggest name, Jaime Jaquez from the Heat in this as well, Jacob Toppin from the Knicks, and Mac McClung from the NBA G League. Again, feels like it's Jalen Brown's to lose.
1: uh, Mac McClung is the defending champ, man. So actually, it's (laughs) his to lose. So So I'm going to go with
0: the big name
1: guy. I'm going to go with Mac McClung going back to back. I'll watch it. I know it's not the marquee event that it used to be because we used to have all the big stars competing in the dunk contest back in the day. And I wish the big stars would do it again. I would really, really love to see Anthony Edwards in this contest. That, that would be absolutely phenomenal. I'd love to see prime John Morant, prime Anthony Edwards going at each other in this contest year after year. Right. But we'll sadly never get that, so we'll have to settle for Mac McClung going back-to-back, giving all uh, short people like me hope (laughs) that I can do something great one day.
0: Was there anything else from All-Star Weekend we want to get to? I guess we could, I could recap our team, but if there's anything else, anything else you want to get to
1: uh what you don't want to talk about the celebrity game that goes down on Friday night that nobody watches,
0: yeah, the fact that nobody watches and now we're getting because we're appealing to the youth, so now we have to get all these streamers, and nobody is that anybody over the age of seventeen doesn't know who they are, except for yeah. you, get, you get you get Jennifer Hudson, c j Stroud, Micah Parsons, and Jewel Lloyd. Those are your four oh. biggest names.
1: Who who are these streamers? Do you have the names of everybody who's who's going to be in it? Right I, have in who Wiki-
0: I have who Wikipedia tells me they are. Yeah. Uh, Give
1: me the Wikipedia list. Let's let's hear it.
0: Okay, so just everybody who's in it: Micah Parsons, potentially best defensive player in the NFL. Connor Daly, okay. who is some manner of race car driver. Okay. Quincy Isaiah, who is an actor of some kind. Nope, never heard. Jewel Lloyd, legit WNBA player. Yep, yeah, that's cool. Kai Senat, whose background is listed as streamer.
1: Oh, yep, I've heard that name. Don't really know what, what he does.
0: Dylan Wong, actor. No clue. Lily Singh, actress. No clue. Sir, singer slash songwriter. What? <laughs> Walker Hayes, country singer. Okay, he's the Applebee's song guy. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. Anwell, Anwell, AA, he's a singer. Whoa, okay. See, where you, where you get the names is in the coaches, because their coaches are Shannon Sharp, 50 Cent, and Peyton Manning.
1: Love it. Lo- I'm cheering for Team 50 Cent. Bye. Just- uh,
0: yeah, so that is that is Team Shannon Sharp, by the way, because this is what the people were asking for. Team Shannon Sharp versus Team Stephen A. Smith. Oh, boy. So Team Stephen it's... A. has Jennifer Hudson, CJ Stroud, okay. a former okay. NBA player going by the name of Meta Sandiford Artes now. Meta World Peace, Ron Artes, whatever you'd like to know him best as. Some guy named Jack Ryan, who is listed as a basketball entertainer, is perhaps a street ball player based on Wikipedia.
1: Oh, okay. It's not John Krasinski as Jack Ryan trying to play basketball. <laughs> I had
0: the same first thought. Uh, AJ McClain, who I believe is a backstreet boy. Yep. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Kwame Anwachi. He's a chef. Okay. Natasha Cloud, legitimate WNBA player. Adam Blackstone okay. is a musician of some kind. All Jean, right. Jean Marco Tambari is the Olympic high jump champion. Don't know him, but that could be fun to see how that translates to basketball. Yep. And the coaching staff of Stephen A., Lil Wayne, and perhaps the best female basketball player on the planet, Asia Wilson.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: can I watch the coaches yeah. play each other rather than the actual teams?
1: That's kind of what I was thinking. Or, like, can we just, like, have, like, Guy Fieri play in the game? <laughs> like, I don't know why, but I just want, like, Guy Fieri on a basketball court versus uh, who's the bar guy, John Taffer? John, Ta-
0: John Taffer and you got to go play, like, two-on-two. Two. John Taffer and uh, Gordon Ramsay versus... Guy Fieri and, uh. Bobby Flay. I don't know I don't,
1: Bobby, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, that'd be great. That'd be just absolutely wonderful. Um, or you could have, uh, like, man, I don't know. There's gotta be better people out there. Even for like streamers and TikTok influencers, we aren't getting like the top of the top.
0: Like, there. I don't, I don't know anybody from that world. Cause again, I'm not 13, but like, PewDiePie or that Mr. Beast, aren't those people?
1: Oh, if they got Mr. Beast, I would watch that instantly. I mean, I don't like, I'm not a huge Mr. Beast fan. Okay, yes, I am, actually. (laughs) I do like Mr. Beast. But uh, if they had Mr. Beast, it'd be all over, man. He's probably too big for the NBA Friday Night Celebrity All-Star Game.
0: What are you saying about the Friday Night NBA All-Star Game?
1: I'm saying it's not the best of the best <laughs> based off that list you gave me. That's probably fair. All right. couple quick hitters.
0: Uh, I do. I do want to play our can you name their career game? And then we have a couple quick hitters to get to so we can run through this real quick. I've got, let's see, I'll narrow it down to three. I love this game. Let's These see. These guys. This. So we kept it moderately recent. These are all guys from the 99s to the aughts. Okay. Played in the NBA and they are all multi-time All-Stars. Anywhere from two Ooh. till more than two All Star appearances in their careers. All right. So, player number one, his career: ninety five to ninety six with the Washington Bullets, ninety six to two thousand four with the Portland Trailblazers, two thousand four a brief stint with the Hawks, oh four to oh nine with the Pistons, nine ten Celtics, and twelve thirteen with the Knicks. Hmm. I think there's two definitely. Yeah. The Blazers. And then where? A, A cup of coffee with the Hawks, and then five years with the Pistons, and then short stints with the Celtics and the Knicks. So Blazers and Pistons are the real big ones here.
1: Oh, is this Gerald Wallace?
0: You're half right.
1: Oh, this is Gerald Green.
0: You're half, you're half right the
1: other way. Oh.
0: Jailblazers. Oh, Rashid. Rasheed Wallace and his weird bald spot. I had no idea he was drafted by the Bullets.
1: I did not either. I did not realize this.
0: And two, two championships with the Pistons, I believe, back-to-back with that team, the, the Wallace twins in the middle.
1: Yep. Rashid and Ben. Not they're not twins, but yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, this one, a lot fewer stops on this guy's career. Drafted the same year, 95-96, was a rookie with the Suns and then spent 9 years with the Mavericks, 5 with the Spurs, and then ended his career 1 year with the Celtics. 2-time All-Star.
1: 2-time All-Star. Drafted by the Suns in 95
0: the 21st overall pick 1995 draft oh his big 10 That's college not... his big 10 college retired his jersey
1: oh is this jimmy jackson you're close ooh glenn robinson no can't be glenn robinson
0: i think of this guy mostly with the mavericks is probably just based on when i was watching basketball incessantly as a child, but I think of him mostly as a Maverick. But he did have a good run with the Spurs.
1: Oh. I am disappointed that I don't know who this guy is.
0: To me, he was part of the big three of the Mavericks with Nash and Dirk.
1: Oh. Oh, Finley.
0: Michael Finley, number 24, retired by the University of Wisconsin. That's
1: right. I forgot he went to Wisconsin. Should have known about his son's time.
0: Yep. All right. This guy had a bit of an odyssey. He's a two time All Star. 98 to 2003 with the Warriors. 03 04 with the Mavs. 2004 to 2010 with the Wizards. 10 to 12 with the Cavs. And then a year with the Lakers before finishing with the Clippers in 2013 14.
1: Oh, is it Sean Livingston?
0: It is not. No, it's not. Sixth um, man of the year in 2004. Well,
1: who was he with in 2004 when he won the Sixth Man of the Year?
0: Uh, I'm going to guess it would have been the Mavericks because from o- the o- four off 4 offseason is when he went from the Mavericks to the Wizards. But his his two all-star years were with the Wizards. He's... Apparently, North Carolina Tar Heel royalty, based on what I'm seeing here. Oh,
1: North Carolina Tar Heel royalty.
0: North, North Carolina, Mr. Not... Basketball in '95, McDonald's All-American, ACC three-time first-team All-ACC, '96 to '98 player. Of the oh, eight.
1: is this is this Stackhouse?
0: Getting closer. Ooh. Uh, is,
1: oh, is this? Oh, oh, oh Anton Jameson. You got it. Yeah. Loved and. Anton Jameson and Vince Carter when they were together in college.
0: And last but not least, the most, oh, probably the most recent guy on the list, 8-15 to 15 with the Pacers, and then a year with the Lakers, a year with the Hornets, and had a short stint with the Nuggets in 2017 to finish his career.
1: Oh, is this Roy Hibbert?
0: Dang, you got that one easy.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it was the Pacers to Lakers transition that made that one easy.
0: Two time All-Star, 2012 and 2014.
1: Yep. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a lot around for a lot longer, but last he was not. He was a huge part of those Paul George teams that tried to give LeBron a run for his money. Paul George. Roy Hibbert, Lance Stevenson. Those are the guys that I remember from those teams.
0: Back when I had a dream that the Pacers would do something.
1: Yeah, and that Paul George was an alpha on the championship team. Yes. Yep. And he was, maybe, before that huge injury that happened, and I don't know if he's ever really been the same alpha guy since...
0: Well, they're coming back with Halliburton, so they're fine. They have their new alpha.
1: Right. And Paul George might get his this year if the Clippers can stay healthy, but that's a huge if. All
0: right. All those old dudes.
1: Yep. All those old guys. All right. Couple quick hitters, and we call it a
0: night? Yeah. What do you got? I have one, but I'll let you go first. I feel like I know what yours is.
1: Oh, yeah. My number one thing, I think on Thursday night, everybody's got a Tune in to Peacock and watch Caitlin Clark break the scoring record. She's eight points away from breaking it. I mean she's she's gonna get it in front of the Carver crowd and uh that'll be fun to watch. If you have the money, which the prices are astronomical, so I don't know how you would ever have the money if you're listening to this podcast, but you should go. But it yeah, you can't you basically can't get in unless you already had tickets somehow.
0: Yeah, word on the street is there like three grand just for a basic ticket.
1: Yeah, to sit in the back in the there's not really nosebleeds in Carver, but yeah, to sit way back there, it's like three thousand. It's like getting into like NBA Finals prices, which I'm all for this. I'm all for women's basketball being more visible and people tuning in for a record and all that and wanting to go, but. Hey, it's not like a a championship thing, so i'm I'm not really sure why these prices are are this high. I mean it's cool, but i don't I don't really understand why the prices are as high as they are
0: uh, conspiracy theory as much as you can control this was there a chance she wasn't going to break this at Carver like however much they can mastermind it? She doesn't want to break this record playing at Rutgers or Michigan State or something you want to do this in your home crowd.
1: Yeah, there was a chance because they played a home game before Nebraska where she only scored, like, she scored less than 30. One of her teammates, Hannah Silky, scored 47. And then she scored 30-plus against Nebraska, but they kind of took the ball out of her hands in the fourth quarter and lost to Nebraska um, at Nebraska. And you kind of wonder if they were managing the game against Penn State at home. So that she could come back for the game against Michigan at home and break it in front of the fans because Lisa Bluter said as much that the fans at Carver deserve to see her break the record, which is all fine and dandy, but also winning games matters. So I don't really, I don't really understand the logic behind sandbagging it to make sure she breaks it at home, but that's apparently what they did. And so now here we are.
0: Well, there you go. If you've got a few grand, go watch women's basketball in Iowa City. Is that Thursday night?
1: Yeah, Thursday night. But if you're just if you're bored, um just watch it on Peacock Home instead.
0: All right, anything else on your quick hitter list?
1: No. Right.
0: Just a quick one here after you're done watching that weird NBA All Star game, the celebrity game. Uh we have the UFC two ninety eight from Anaheim, seven o'clock start time on the West Coast. Main title fight, featherweight, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Ilya Teporia. Pretty close here on the odds. I like Volk to retain here pretty convincingly. Middleweight bout, Robert Whitaker and Paulo Costa. Costa, an underdog. I'm salivating at those odds. Give me that all day. I think Costa beats up Bobby Knuckles here pretty good. And then a fight that's just kind of weirdly in the middle of the card without much hype. Henry Cejudo is an underdog, former two-time champ, Olympic gold medalist against Marab Dalashvili. Number two versus number three in the bantamweight. Uh, yeah, Cejudo at plus money and Paulo Costa plus money. I'll take those two. And then Volkanovski to retain his belt. Greatest featherweight of all time.
1: Yeah, should be a
0: good one. It will be better than watching streamers play each other in basketball.
1: I don't know. Streamers playing each other in basketball. I don't know. Pretty enticing. <laughs> no, I'm sure it will.
0: All right. Anything else we need to get to?
1: Uh, That does it for me.
0: Well, we thank you all for joining us. Have a good week. We're moving on from Super Bowl into the rest of the sports world. We can get back to normal here. We thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time. Keep your stick on the ice.